Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 6th of December and I'm now going to run through recent developments in the markets and our thoughts going forward. Volatility knocks. Market volatility has picked up significantly since Omicron made the headlines the week before last. US equities have seen daily moves of 1-2% to most days, with gains replacing losses and losses gains, day by day. Even so, the overall trend has been downwards. Global equities ended the week 1.1% lower in local currency terms and are now off some 4.2% from their mid-November high. In sterling terms, the fall has been cushioned as the pound has weakened to 133 against the dollar. Omicron has reawakened dormant fears that a vaccine-resistant variant might emerge. As yet, however, it is more a case of what we don't know rather than what we do know. While it is fairly clear that Omicron is considerably more transmissible than Delta, it's still unclear how vaccine-resistant it is and how severe the resulting infection could be. We're unlikely to have anything approaching answers to these questions for a good couple of weeks yet. Not that this will prevent every aspiring epidemiologist pontificating on the subject and no doubt causing further market volatility in the process. If, as seems quite likely, after all we have a budding epidemiologist here, vaccine efficacy is reduced but not eliminated and illness is no more severe, the global recovery should be dented by the wave of new restrictions but not derailed. Vaccine tweaks, along with the new antiviral pills, should within a few months allow growth to pick up again. The latest speculation is that Omicron might be less rather than more virulent. If so, and it were to become the dominant variant, it could actually end up being good rather than bad news. Omicron, though, is not the only big market driver at the moment. The Federal Reserve has started to scale back its massive pandemic-related stimulus, and this is causing investors a few jitters. Chair Powell's comments last week reinforced speculation that it will speed up the tapering of its quantitative easing programme, despite the uncertainties caused by Omicron. Rather than end in June, the Fed's bond purchases now look likely to finish in March. This in turn would pave the way for two or possibly three rate hikes later in the year. The Fed has two policy objectives, stable prices and full employment, and its progress in meeting these will drive forthcoming policy changes. As regards the first, Powell has now acknowledged that the current burst of inflation can no longer be described as transitory, which had until then been the Fed's official mantra. As for the second, last week's US labour market data were a mixed bag. Payrolls disappointed significantly in November, posting the weakest gain since January. However, labour force participation and the unemployment rate fell more than expected to 4.2%. Overall, the numbers look firm enough to allow the Fed to accelerate its tapering plans. It's not only equities which have been buffeted recently. So too have bonds, and just like last summer, 
the moves have caught quite a few by surprise. Short-dated US Treasury yields have risen, as one would expect, as forecasts for rate increases have grown. The surprise is that 10-year US Treasury yields over the last two weeks have declined by as much as 0.3% to 1.3%, as the Fed's hawkish tone has eased longer-term inflation worries. This is in marked contrast to the taper tantrum seen back in 2013, when yields rose substantially as the Fed announced its tapering plans. We expect 10-year yields to head back up again in due course, both because the market is now looking rather complacent on inflation, and also because Treasuries by next spring will no longer benefit from $80 billion a month of Fed purchases. 10-year UK gilt yields have also fallen considerably, back to 0.75% from a high of 1.25% in October. This has been on the back of the decline in US Treasury yields and also a scaling back of the monetary tightening forecast for the UK over the coming year. Rates were unexpectedly left unchanged in November and Omicron has now left a December rate hike hanging in the balance. Christmas is fast approaching, but with the Fed, ECB and MPC all meeting next week, Omicron also set to remain centre stage and geopolitical tensions also on the increase, markets look set to remain volatile in the run-up to the festive season. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening and I'll be back again next week. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.